0: Everyone, welcome to another edition of uh, On the Barricades. Uh, on this edition, uh, uh, I, Yuri Smalter of uh, One Plus One, hosted by Yuri Smalter in brackets. Sometimes Yuri, Y-U-R-I, I am joining you <laughs> from uh, Southern uh, Belgium with your regular, uh, with your regular host and editor of and frequent contributor to the Barricade, Dr. Maria Chanatz. And the Barricade, for a friend, for for anyone who doesn't know, is a pan Eastern European. Uh, left-leaning uh, news outlets, uh, which covers Eastern European topics and and international affairs, always from a critical left uh, perspective. And uh, Maria, first uh, first off, Happy New Year. You uh, you, you didn't join yes. me. You weren't able to join me and Boyan for the final year program because you were ill, but now I'm glad to see that you're doing much better. So uh, welcome back and Happy New Year.
1: <laughs> Hi, Happy New Year. Great to be back.
0: And uh, so yes so let's let let's get uh yeah let's get started what's on your uh, radar uh, what 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 did you want to uh inform our eastern european audience and even and even our international audience uh, about because it's very interesting what you wanted to uh talk about today
1: Well this week recorder a media armenian media outlet published a short documentary a piece a video a documentary on um, uh, the Romanian secret services. And yeah. since I've been so focused on this uh, particular part of the security apparatus in Romania, I want to say that finally, some major media initiative uh, conducted an investigation into the ways a, a certain part of the secret services work and i found this to be very important i uh, first and foremost i have to say that i'm not kidding myself because in romania since the secret services are so widespread in terms of the numbers of pe- the number of people they employ in terms of uh, their number because we have the romanian intelligence um, Um, service, uh, the uh, service for external information, the service of the police, the service of the gendarmerie. These are all secret services. Uh, The service for protection, that's already five, then we have also the special telecommunications service, six already. So we have a lot of branches, you know, and a lot of secret services. And these people are not always friends. Yeah. And um, these people are uh, almost organizing, uh, you know, rival tribes, you know, competing for states, resources and advantages. And this is why I am reluctant to say that this is finally a major breakthrough. Then, you know, the truth is going to prevail and all that. Uh, because, as I told you, this may be something very fishy with some... Uh, part of the security apparatus wanted to get back at another part and being the result of rivalry and conflict and all that. You never know. I told you in Romania everything is possible in in this situation. This is why I try to cultivate a healthy suspicion, not paranoia, but a healthy suspicion uh, when secret services are presented into the media. And uh, what is exactly this documentary? It was produced by Recorder. We are going to put a link in the description. And uh, three journalists. And, three uh, journalists. And, and, and and
0: and and sorry to interrupt, but, uh, but 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 just for clarification. Now, is this a state media outlet? or no, is no, it no, no, or, no. or is it a no. uh, or is it a quasi independent corporate outlets?
1: No, it is a. Uh, uh, independent okay. outlet and three oh, okay. journalists <laughs> um, Left, I mean,
0: left-leaning centrist or right or, or No, right-wing.
1: no i would say centrist to right-wing they have nothing okay. to do with the uh, you know no they are not <laughs> how should i okay, say no,
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: Cool. And uh, let me show you the investigation since we are discussing it. Let me show you right away. I'm going to share the screen and um, uh, show it if I can. So let me see window. So this is it. So you see here you have uh, the journalists, Andrea Pocotilo, Cristian del Ciamihai Voina, and they are the ones who conducted this investigation uh, related to a um, specific uh, Romanian uh, secret service and that is the secret service of the police that had a very interesting very interesting history in the sense that after 1989 when we had the the brutal event uh, where we shot Ceausescu on Christmas Day <laughs> and his wife and it was you know the very violent uprising resulting in almost 1,000 people getting killed so bloody revolution uh, and uh, the revolution. Violent- Yeah, well, there are a lot of speculation. I'm going to get to that. But the idea is that, unfortunately, um, we were not able to get rid of the people that were part of the security apparatus. And we had, you know, practiced anti-communism like a religion but not anti-security apparatus yeah. at all. I mean, we didn't have that type of, you know, uh, initiatives. And unfortunately, in 1990, uh, after the revolution, it was Gelu Voikam who was in the government uh, back then, that took a large portion of the people that were already in the Romanian secret services and serving Ceausescu's regime and formed this, this department in the Romanian police. And uh, this is very problematic since uh, these people, you know, they should have been just kindly asked to go away, mind their own business. They should have been powerful. Pa- because, you know, uh, because, 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 because.
0: Because, 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 and sorry to interrupt, but I think it's a very important, you know, clarification. But when, uh, when the communist uh, regime uh, collapsed, uh, uh, and uh, you know, and libertarian uh, democracy was introduced, <laughs> was 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 Ceausescu and his wife the only people within that whole system that that you know that's uh, you know that was.
1: That were punished. That they were the only ones that were punished, and this is very problematic. Well, these people, you know, were reinstated, and it's very, very difficult even for us to to understand uh, uh, right now what happened, because uh, it should have been, you know, some sort of a process. Because a lot of people were um, um, were in. Were, were part of a very brutal a very brutal uh repression of dissidents yeah. by brutal i mean beatings torture and all the rest and the normal thing to do would have been to have a trial you know and to have a serious conversation about the people that were beside Ceausescu and his wife putting you know things uh in in practice, basically, using extremely brutal methods. But this wasn't done. And unfortunately, these people were just, you know, reinstated. They were put in the se- back in the security apparatus of the newly formed democracy. Renown- and renown- what renown- happened was that, that renown- they grew- renounced,
0: renounced communism, but when it came... To, uh, uh, renounced communism, but, uh, and, and of course, many of the social progress, whether we like, uh, whether many of the social progress of that era, of that, de- uh, you know, of those two decades or three decades uh, when the communist system was in power were eradicated, but the so, but, but the social regression, the social conservatism of a Ceausescu, like the anti-abortion laws, all of that, you know, still remains on the book. as, well you know, as the the
1: anti-abortion was The anti-abortion was, you know, the first law that was erased from legislation, you know, just after the revolution. So we gave up that. But unfortunately, authoritarianism and anti-democratic, you know, mentality was preserved Because this apparatus, this security apparatus was kept in place and they grew stronger and stronger. A key moment was in 2002, when this particular part of the secret services of the police or related to the police were given the possibility to revoke access to classified information for every policeman. So they could end up just like that, the career of a policeman, if he or she was investigating cases that the secret police didn't like or attacking persons that were in close relations to the secret police. So they became a state in a state. They became more and more powerful. And in 2002, in the law, a regulation was introduced saying that the secret police is not forced to offer the reasons for revoking access to classified information. Which which put policemen that were in the situation of having their access revoked in a very impossible to say situation because they cannot attack this injustice if they don't know what the accusation is. And also, there is another structural problem with the control, with the parliamentary control of these services. This is very this is huge. First of all, in order to do such a control you need more than parliamentaries. The parliament should have access to very very to a wide network of specialists. They should be able to have funds and to hire people coming from other states that have a lot of experience with the secret services and conduct a serious audit of these institutions this doesn't happen so you have a small uh, you know group of parliamentarians that are supposed to do what exactly because you cannot go against these institutions these these are the most powerful institutions in the Romanian state so you need Serious manpower. You need serious funding. You need serious specialists in order to conduct the proper control of these institutions. If not, it's all a sham. They send you some data. You look at the data. You call this investigation and this is it. And, and this contributes to these people gaining more and more power. What is even more interesting Mm -hmm. is that Mr. Dragnea, a social democrat, is it interesting that the social democrats introduced very, very problematic uh, pieces of legislation. The first one, saying that this part of the secret service is not forced to offer police officers who are revoked access to classified information and basically they are sent off to a school and they are sent off to the, to, you know, to traffic and parts of the police where, I mean, basically their career is ended. And uh, uh, this part of uh, the secret services that is related to the police is not forced to offer the reasons for revoking access to classified information. First piece of legislation, 2002. Then I think it was in 2018, when Mr. Dragna and the Social Democrats won again the elections. Mm -hmm. And... He wanted to uh, take the rights of the president and of the Superior Council of uh, the Judicial in Romania to have any influence in naming the head of this institution. So what you have now is the Ministry of Justice who can appoint the director of this institution, the Secret Services in the Police, And these secret services can revoke the right to classified information for every any police officer. So it is a direct political control exercised over the police. A direct political control. And this creates situations of abuse. And a situation of abuse was, again, when the Social Democrats took power, I think it was in 2019 when they discussed this in the, I hope I'm getting the years correctly, but what matters here is the, the situation. a few Just a few years back from now, the Social Democrats were in power. And this is where it gets interesting. When the ministries of interior, the vice ministers of interiors and all the administrative apparatus of the Ministry of Interior was appointed, they were afraid that a secret service in Romania or someone else might have put um, recording equipment in their offices." I kid you not. This is Romania. I mean, some people consider me a little bit crazy when I discuss, you know, the secret services. But this is the reality. And finally, you know, I have some validation that I am not just babbling about the secret services. Well, they are really well, out of it, control. It's, it's, and we have a a, a a situation of paranoia that is not, you know, uh true entirely pathological in a sense that it's it's sometimes good to be paranoid when you're dealing with these people. Let me explain why. So you have the Social Democrat recently appointed Ministry of Interior, the Vice Ministry of Interior, secretaries of state being afraid that they are recording video and audio in their offices all day long. Okay, so what did they do? First, they asked somebody whom they trust. Whom do they trust? They asked another division from the Romanian police, the Department of Special Operations. These are people who are highly trained. And believe it or not, Romania invests a lot in the training of the security apparatus. I think they are the most well prepared and also the human resources, because I taught in one of it's those the, departments. Well, really, and I can it's, tell it's, you, it's, it.
0: it's the only socialist program that still exists.
1: <laughs> yes 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 believe it or not but since they have a lot of advantages you know even the advantage to retire when they are fi- in their 50s you know uh, and salaries and good pensions and retirement you know plans and all the rest so a lot of very very smart people go there and you know, and there is a lot of competition. It is very hard to enter these academies. So you have intelligent people selected there. But the problem is that, unfortunately, um the whole hierarchical structure is, you know, corrupt. Yeah. And you don't get from these people the most intelligent one at the top and the most, you know, brave, courageous, moral, and all the rest. On the contrary, I would say. So you have these people being afraid that they are being spied on. I mean, in order for a secret service in Romania and especially the secret service of the police, this division in the police, the secret service of the police to install this type of equipment. Um, they have the right to do it, but if they convince a judge, that that person that they want to record represents a national security threat. Okay. So they have to go and convince a judge. And then after they have a decision, they can do that secretly. But. Whenever a new government is installed, they are afraid that without any kind of authorization. I mean, we reached a point of no return. This is serious. I mean, if these institutions have the nerve to install recording devices in the offices of newly appointed ministers of interior, Then, Then you you know, they are out of control. That's not a democracy. It's interesting. It's 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 not a democracy. And and let me tell you what happened. So the vice minister was in very good relations with the Department of Special Operations. People, you know, trying and working in very hard cases of human trafficking, you know, um, illegal substances, mafia, organized crime and the worst of the worst. And they were very well trained and prepared. And they appealed to them to come into their office and say whether they would find, you know, bugs and all sorts of things there. Now, the funny thing is because one of the guys that went there had the guts to talk to the journalists and explain everything what that happened those days. Mm. And he said he went there and, of course, it was so easy. They found a, a, a microphone right away. <laughs> but he said that It was so primitively done that they suspected that it was done by somebody, you know, politically, by another politician trying to frame them, by somebody. They would not expect that such a serious institution that is, you know, having a lot of funds, manpower, resources, and all the rest, would do such a crappy job in installing such you know, allows your equipment there in such a way that you could find it. They found it in the first minutes and they went there not with special, you know, equipment. You have all these installations that could detect or recording Devices they went, went there, we know, light and the scuba driver, and they were able to find in the first 10 minutes the recording, you know, devices. So, so, so,
0: so, so, all that being said, and yeah, we, st- yeah, we, we, uh, we, 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 st- we, st- yeah, we, we still have plenty of time on this segment. So, all that being said, then I, that, that, then, then the big question, yeah, then the big question is, what did these three, uh, journalists, uh, these three, uh, colleagues, now, well, let me
1: tell you what, what happened they, uh, with uh, this guy. About? So you you understand that so there is the secret services there are three actors here so the politicians and the two divisions from the Romanian police right the secret services in the Romanian police and the special operations now the special operations were asked by the politicians to come and they found recorded devices. Then the politicians also asked the secret services, but those people said that they found nothing. They asked again the third time the special operations to come back, and this time around, they found even video recording devices and very, you know, uh, amateuristically installed in the office. Mm-hmm. And after that, what happened? Because this is the interesting part. All those people that found The recording devices were revoked access to classified information and were basically, their careers were basically ended. There were four people that were asked to come and they did nothing wrong. You know, they they came there, they found the recording uh, devices, they reported, they went home, mission accomplished. But then... They were put, you know, on a blacklist by the Secret Service, and they they had their, uh, their um, access to classified information revoked. And they cannot work if they don't have that. They cannot work because... And, of course, these journalists have the merit of exposing that because you ask them, what did they do? So they had interviews... With two of those four people that were involved in this operation and had their access revoked to classified information, and these, and one of them and discussed anonymously. Uh, and, and, and,
0: and these were and these were elected officials, elected politicians, uh, responsible.
1: No, these were police officers that were that were the people that uh, you know got their access revoked were from the police. So you had the politicians. The politician asked people, say John and George, from the special operations to see if there is recording devices in their offices. Um, Peter and George found those devices and they reported them on it. Then you had the secret services who revoked Peter and George's access to classified information and basically had their careers ended. So it's a very complicated story, you know, where where the politicians had to rely on another part of the police to see whether they are being spied on, basically, without any kind of warrant. And when those people came and they said, guys, said to the politicians, guys, you are being spied on, the people who dared to say that and to tell to the politicians that they were being spied, those police officers basically had their careers ended.
0: Is and is it is it is and now is this investigation does it just deal with this story or have they uh dug deep into
1: no they they dug Uh deep because they saw they basically had another person a person that worked worked for the secret services and the police saying that it is not okay what's happening there, in the sense that nobody controls them, in the sense that they had 127 requests for spying on people. And unfortunately, none of those proved to be, uh, you know, um, reasonable in what way. So I say to a judge that I have to spy on you because you're a security threat. But what happens if it's proven that you're not? Because none of the... So they requested for 127 mandates to spy on people. And 125 were approved, showing that the judges just go along with it and almost nobody opposes in Romania. Mm -hmm. And then what this... Person from the secret services said okay but if from the 125 people that you spied under the suspicion that that they are a threat to national security no one is being accused of actually being a threat it means that they were bogus it means that you have a 125 failure rate (laughs) you see And this is very serious. But nobody, and it is the first time in Romanian history that somebody discusses these things. Because, you know, you have to have an investigation and this is what the Parliamentary Commission should do. They should say to these secret services, okay guys, so you said you had to spy on 125 people because they were suspected of... Terrorism, treason, very serious stuff. I mean, a judge doesn't give, you know, permission for a secret service to spy on a person just like that. There has to be a serious accusation. You came, you went to the judge, you got these mandates to spy on people saying that there are serious reasons to doubt the morality of those persons, you know, and consider them a national threat and none of them proved to be a national security threat, you know, a terrorist. None of them proved to be a a traitor. None of them proved to be a spy. So what are you doing here? What are you doing? It means that you have almost 100% failure rate. And, And why did you do the spying? And what did you do with the information that resulted from that? And how did you use it? How did you use that information? You know, and, I'm and who to- is going to control you? Because this is the basic thing. I mean, you control the entire police right now, but who controls you? And for the very last time I'm just gonna, you know, show and share the screen as I told you with a picture that I find very, very, you know, illuminating. <laughs> And it tells the story of Romania. It says here, liberte in, in French, freedom in English. You have a lady, liberty, oh, freedom, right? Yeah. We got this apparently in 1989. And you have here, she's walking, a small dinosaur. Here says, securite, yeah. security. Then, in a second picture, you see the dinosaur getting smaller and you see the little lady having some problems controlling it. and in the third one, you have what we have basically now in Romania, where you have the dinosaur big enough to swallow the lady that was initially controlling it. yeah And this is what I say in a nutshell, the the story of, of Romania and its relation to the secret services. and I told you. I suspect that maybe this is another serious service that wants those people because you never know. These people have so much power. The parliamentary control is not existent. It's a sham. It's a joke. Because when you have such powerful in, in institutions, as I told you, I had people, you know, from the security apparatus and me being young and naive i used to tell them oh but uh, these people should be controlled and they would arrogantly laugh in my face and tell me these people from the parliament they are idiots they don't know even what to look for because they are not specialists we can have them like that we can trick them like that can you imagine <laughs> well you know i, I mean think, uh, you know I mean, the audacity of these people.
0: Well, you know, just well, just before we end, actually, just before we, I think it's a good place to end this segment. But actually, just before we end this segment, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, you know, have to ask. Uh, I, I have, to, I have, to, I have to ask these two questions, and then I have to plug some of these books. Uh, I have to plug two people's books. Then, okay, so a quick follow-up question is when, when, when there was the uh, nationwide George, Flo- uh, George Floyd. Uh, Protests against police brutality in the United States and in across much of uh, the world, uh, in mostly Western Europe, uh, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. Uh, you know there was there were these uh, solidarity protests, and there was also people who were also airing out the racist laundries of France and Germany, and and racist policing and ze- and, and 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 xenophobic attitudes being practiced. And so forth, and so forth, and uh, which I which I thought was really good because it meant that it wasn't just some anti-Trump, anti-America sort of protest. In Romania, were there any sort of protests, not uh, you know, it, in solidarity for George Floyd, but it also? a good time for people to say this is what the Romanian police do on a regular basis, this is what the Secret Services do on a regular basis, and it's a... Oh, Yuri, and whatnot, you, or, open uh, up,
1: you have no idea how differently culturally we are. In oh, the
0: sense that I do know, I do know. Once,
1: <laughs> let me let just explain something that is funny but also tragic in a way. A couple of teenagers were beaten up in a public transportation in Romania for listening to. Um, they were Roma from the Roma community and they were listening to their music and people felt insulted, but I think they were beaten up because they were Roma.
0: Yeah, well, yeah.
1: And my idea was to show this to some kids, you know, because these are, and what's really troubling is that those kids were rel- really young, like 15, 14, a girl and a boy. And it was filmed and a lot of vigilantes showed this. how oh, this is how you do it. This is how you treat minorities. This is how you, you know, yeah. they were bragging about it. And I showed this to uh, a couple of uh, young people from the Roma community. And I asked them, do you know what racism is um, or xenophobia? And they said, oh, we know. It is in America. It is that thing with the black people. Can you imagine? Whoa. Can you
0: imagine? <laughs>
1: I mean mean, (laughs) we were the direct victims, man, and they said that racism is that thing in America with black folks, right? And this is what they said.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: We are so far from having a racial based protest against police brutality. I mean we are
0: but then years years away. uh... That's not, well, that's going to be another topic for another, uh, that's going to be. Yes. Yes. So
1: we didn't have, we have people suspicious of the secret services and that we have people that feel that they are arrogant bastards that, you know, retire and they have a lot of money and benefits and, uh, people are kind of angry with that, but we didn't have uh, a lot of protests and organized protests against it. So.
0: But then, but then, but then another follow up, uh, then, then another follow up, and then I'm going to plug two people's books before we get to the next segment then, is uh, I'm, then I, I just, then I, I had to ask, uh, because of course, because cause, cause you, and I'm sure you and your colleagues at the barricade and, and Mogoj, Mogojato, Mogojato. and her colleagues at Crossboard Talks, I'm curious, what, what, what did you guys make of 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 some of some on of on the American left and the Canadian left who were saying things like we should abolish the police or we should radically defund the police. Now Margaret Kimberly and the team at Black Agenda Report, they're in they're advocates of what they call community control over the police, in which mm-hmm. communities people are in control over the police budgets what the police do what the police don't do and they find that's a much better way of building a world where we don't have not just you know rampant police brutality but if we are going to have a, a police force which focuses on murders and rapes that's the only thing they're allowed to do not putting their not putting their neck on a, uh, not putting their feet on the guy's neck for having some messed up dodgy dollar bill or or whatever is the stupid reason that the police
1: Yes, yes, of course. I think in educated circles in Romania, especially in universities, a lot of people were appalled what happened, about what happened. But I'm talking about the general public, because I told you there is a Romania that is present in universities and in urban centers that is quite progressive and quite, you know, educated about these things. And it's the vast majority who's unfortunately kind of detached from reality, quite racist, controversial, orthodox and whatever. I'm not disparaging these people. I told you these are my people and this is the situation. We can't do much about it uh, and we can change them like that. We have to be patient and understand that this is a process. And uh, in Romania, now uh, what happens is that this security apparatus gained a lot of power and unfortunately the police who's in direct contact with the citizens doesn't get funding and unfortunately, you know, for a lot of crimes, they are almost non-existent. What you mean? know, and this is the situation. I mean, if somebody steals my laptop, they are going to tell it to my face that they are not gonna get the guy. Oh you know, so unfortunately because there is a lot of inequality in the police, so you know, so you have a lot of elites at the top and you have the secret services and all sorts of structures. And those people who are supposed to be there for you and protect you are not there because that area of the police is underfunded, you know? So things are very complicated from that so,
0: position. So, 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 in, so, in, so in Romania, and I would imagine similar, uh, similar countries, the region of Eastern Europe, people are more like, well, they don't want to see the police defunded or abolished, but they would like... A reformed police, a better funded police, which in theory, don't know about in practice, but like in theory does take care of like organized crime or the person who breaks into somebody's house and steals or rapes. So.
1: Well, we feel abandoned, though, Yuri. Oh, the situation is that in the United States you have guns and the police has guns. We don't have that type of violence here. This is a very good thing. We don't have that type of violence oh, yes, yes, yes. We don't have guns. We don't have, I mean, no, the type of violence is non-existent in, in, in a country like Romania. But um, we feel in a sense abandoned. I told you that the police is defunded. They don't have what they need. I mean, when the burglars broke into my house and I got the police, it was, such a show and such a display of, of, you know. It was a pitiful show in a sense that it took one hour for the criminalists to came because it was just one person, you know, that had to take care of everything that happened that night in a lot of houses and a lot of streets. So they were understaffed. And then they they came, let me tell you just some details so you understand that we are wrapping up. So when they came, uh, they said it took a long time because they were driving at a very low speed because they didn't have enough gas. I mean, and when they came, they didn't even have a tablet to write on something an electronic device this happened a couple of years maybe they are better now but they didn't have an electronic device to write on they were writing on paper and they had a special kind of paper then you put and it writes on a second sheet of paper you know so that you have a copy of what you write i mean this but, is then, but,
0: then, but then are the police or has has the police force been privatized or are they just or just or just chronically underfunded
1: chronically underfunded chronically underfunded
0: okay. this is well, the people, they are um, well, underfunded. interesting and that's going to be another topic that we're going to have to uh, ex- uh, ex- explore in the future but then, uh, but, but then, uh, but then uh, as we wrap up uh, this segment and we start segment number 2 i just want to i i have to plug my friend uh, eve Engler's book stand on guard for whom a people's history of the canadian the military i really recommend that people uh, read that especially uh, eastern european audiences who still falsely believe that that they can have a, a nice liberal democracy or a or a social democracy like in sweden and, the, and you know and in norway <laughs> they should really read this it's a very very good book about the deep states canada's uh, you know canada's military and personally i the conclusion i came up with is that if you want a democracy you have to eradicate the military and the secret services and 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 then, and, then, and, then, and then I have to plug even though she even though she only came on my show once but it was one of my but it was one of my most widely viewed episodes but I have to plug Whitney Webb of Unlimited uh, Hangouts her book One Nation Under Blackmail which is a study of the evolution of the uh, you know of the CIA as a deep state and how the ep- and how the Jeffrey Epstein scandal which was a human trafficking scandal sanctioned by the US, Britain and Israel's secret services, their police forces, their own lo- their own mafia forces and you know you know and Jeffrey Epstein was practicing sexual blackmail on on people even allies so that they could continue to pursue more unjust imperialism and the zionist project of uh, israel so everything uh, everything maria was talking to us about the secret services of, uh, of romania i was just thinking about those two books and i recommend our viewers to watch to, to yeah to get those books and to again and yeah and to check out the work of both uh, whitney webb and eve angler so uh all right sex and sh- yeah segment 2 let's let's wrap up <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's wrap up. If you like what you saw, please go to our Patreon page, our Substack page, uh, you know, share the content and we'll see you in our next uh, segment.